What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, so today I'm going to be uh, wrapping up some loose ends from the last podcast I did and then talking a little bit more about how to guard your heart and renewing the mind and all that kind of stuff. Um, but so if you listen to my podcast on faith in light of grace, really how this whole topic started was, you know, the understanding that because of God's grace, because of his undeserved favor, right? Everything that Christ purchased to us is available freely. It's a free gift. There's nothing you can do to earn it or deserve it. So because of the grace of God, there's everything that's been made available to you. Joy, peace, forgiveness, healing, prosperity, all these things, they are yours, right? Um, But I talked about faith is how you access or bring those things out of the spiritual realm and and bring them into your life and make them manifest in the natural. Faith is how we access those things. And so um, I encourage you to go listen to my last couple podcasts if if you haven't already, because that will kind of um, set a better foundation for what I'm going to talk about today. But I want you to think of it this way too, um, which I, I was going to talk about this scripture on my last podcast, but I actually somehow forgot. Um, but the Bible, so it talks about in Romans, just so you can get a better understanding of what we're talking about here. It says in Romans that when when Adam sinned, death came upon all men. So everyone was in spiritual death. When you're born, you're born into spiritual death. And I've talked about this before. And it says in Romans 5 that when Jesus came, that his one act... His one action, righteousness, came upon all men. So righteousness is available to every single person on this earth. It is upon them. The Bible says it's, it's so close. It's on your lips and in your heart. So righteousness is so close to every single person. It's upon them, right? But does that mean that every single person is saved and that they're righteous? No. Why? Because because of the grace of God, righteousness is right there. It's upon every single person. But until you take it by faith, then then you're not righteous yet. Even though it's right there, it's so close, it's within your grasp. But faith is how you grab it. Faith is how you take what Christ has done and you receive it into your heart and then you become the righteousness of God in Christ, right? And so all of this, what I'm talking about is in Romans 10. And so my whole last podcast was on what it says in Romans 10. It says, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, right? So, so with the heart, a person believes and that believing or that faith in their heart is what receives that righteousness and they become the righteousness of God in Christ. So it's the same with everything that Christ has provided for you. Your healing is right there. It's on your lips and in your heart. It's That's how close it is to you. Your prosperity, your deliverance, your your peace of mind, it's right there. It's right, It's it's already been purchased for you. You have access to it. It belongs to you. Your name is on it. It's been paid in full. All you gotta do is take it. But our faith is how we take it. And so what I talked about on the last episode was uh, the importance of understanding that it's a thing of your heart, right? Because just saying, just mentally like, Cause, and I'm sure too, like you probably know, there are people who would say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. That doesn't mean that they're born again. 
Okay, just because, you know, you think in your head, oh yeah, I believe there's a God, that does not mean that you're born again, right? Faith is a thing of the heart, right? When you have true faith in your heart and you believe that, that Jesus died for your sin, that God raised him from the dead, and when you confess with your mouth, that's when you're born again, when you're saved, right? And so uh, just to review, to recap, why, and so why is it so important this whole topic of believing in the heart, because, you know, we talked about on the last episode, what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that are not seen. That's Hebrews 11.1. Faith is the substance of the things you hope for. And so hope is hope is something of the future. It's something that you don't already possess in the natural, but you have a positive expectation that you're going to receive something good. So that is hope. And so the Bible says, and so why is faith so important? Because faith takes what you hope for and brings it into the now. Faith is of the future. I mean, I mean, hope is of the future, right? But your faith takes the thing that you hope for right? And it is the faith is the substance of the things you hope for. And it brings it into your reality here and now. It's what brings that manifestation into your life. And so why is this so important? This is, it's, because, it's important because the Bible says that hope deferred makes your heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is like a tree of life. Hope deferred makes your heart sick. So you don't want a sick heart. That is not God's will for you. So if there's something that you're always hoping, you're just, man, I just hope that I can get, uh, I don't know, like I'm hope, I just really hope I can get deliverance in this area from this thing I've been dealing with. I just really hope that I can get delivered from anxiety. I just really hope that I'm gonna get free from depression one day. All these things are your hope, right? But if you keep on hoping and you never obtain, it's gonna make your heart sick. And that's not, the, Jesus did not die for you to be heart sick. I'll tell you that much. So that's why faith is very important. Faith is very important because it's faith is what causes you to obtain the things that you hope for. Faith is what causes you to obtain the things that you hope for. And so that's why this whole topic is very important. So what I want to talk about today is, like we said on the last one, faith is a thing of the heart. So faith exists in your heart. And so that's why it's very important to... um guard your heart. The Bible says in Proverbs 4, let's just read it. Let's just start off by reading it. Proverbs 4, 20 through uh, 23 says, my son, give attention to my words and incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. And then in verse 23, it says, Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. So the Bible tells us above everything else, guard your heart more than you guard your finances, more than you guard your relationships, more than you guard uh, your career path, more than you guard uh, 
I don't know, anything that you would guard in your life, more importantly than all of that, he says, guard your heart. Because out of your heart, if you read that in the Hebrew, it literally means that out of your heart, your life gushes forth. So your life is gonna flow, your very life, everything you experience in life is flowing out from your heart. And why is that? Because faith exists in your heart and the Bible says that according to, to your faith, it will be done unto you. Your life is gonna take the, the, take the course of your faith. So according to, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. Not according to, it's the th- understand this, the will of God is not automatic in your life. The things that Christ had purchased for you are not automatic in your life. Just the, way, just the same way your salvation was not automatic, right? You had to get faith in your heart and take it. Right? So, so that's why oh, this is so important. Above all else, you have to guard your heart. And he tells you actually how in this passage that I read, it talks about, it says, give attention to my words. How? Incline your ear and don't let them depart from your eyes. So your eyes and your ears are the gateway into your heart. So what you're constantly looking at and listening to is going to fill your heart. So I want you to think about it this way. Oh, I have so many things to say. Okay. <laughs> I want you to think about it this way. So say you have faith in your heart for something. You're, you're, you know, you're working on some, you're believing God for some, you got your scripture up in there, but then you are just mindlessly, uh, you, I'm just giving an example. You watch Netflix for 10 hours or you're just consumed with all the worries about work or life or this drama over here or whatever. You're stack, if you're consumed with that, if that's what you're giving your attention to, th- these are things that you're looking at. You're listening to all these people talk negativity. You're, you're looking at worldly stuff, the cares of life. Um, you're watching the news you're listening to the bad news. Okay, you're, you're filling your heart. On top of your faith, you're stacking all this worldly stuff. So you're mixing all this kind of garbage in with your faith. You're like piling it on top of your faith. So it's gonna make your faith, uh, it's gonna suffocate your faith. So let me just read this scripture to you. Um, Matthew thirteen twenty two. Matthew 13, the parable of the sower is talking about the four different types of hearts. And so it's all like different types of soil. And really it's, uh, God's word is not determined whether you produce fruit. The, The environment that you're putting God's word is what determines whether it's gonna bear fruit in your life. The environment that you're planting the seed of faith which is your heart, is what's going to determine how much fruit you're going to see in your life. Because trust me, the word is going to work. It's just a matter of whether it's able to take root and to bear fruit effectively. So Matthew 13, 22 says, the seed sown among weeds represents the person who receives the message, receives the word, but all of life's busy distractions, his divided heart, his ambition for wealth result in suffocating 
the kingdom message and prevent him from bearing fruit. So when your heart is clogged up with the distractions and cares of life, it begins to suffocate the word that's in your heart, right? And we know that the word is the source of faith. I talked about that in the last one. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. So when you're hearing the word, when you're receiving the word, it's being implanted into your heart, right? And the environment of your heart is really going to determine whether you see no fruit or whether you see a 30, 60, or 100-fold return on the word that's being sown in your heart. And so that's why he's saying, that's why it says in Proverbs, above everything, guard your heart. Because if you can guard your heart, then you know that God's word is gonna be effectual in your life and that God is gonna guard everything else. God will guard your your relationships, your finances, your career, your, your ministry, all these things. God will do his part if you will just guard your heart. If you will guard your eyes and your ears, and if you will give attention to the word, he said, give attention to my word. And I need, I need to read this other scripture too. I think I've actually talked about this before on a, a podcast. I might've talked, I think I have a podcast called the authority, authority over your mind. I think I talked about it in that one. If you want to hear more on this, but Romans six sixteen. It says, whoever or whatever you obey becomes your master. Or or it says something like, you're a slave of whatever you obey. And that word obey in the Greek, it, it actually means whatever you give attention to and listen carefully to. So what am I trying to say? You are a slave of whatever you give your attention to the most. Let that sink in. And the Lord has really been just, you know, because especially in our generation, everything is fighting for your attention. Social media, online shopping, uh, people, relationships, um, drama with, you know, gossip, negativity, the news, this is happening, that is happening. Everything is pulling for your attention. So I just want to, you know, more just bring awareness, you know, and we, and we all have to do like a heart check moment. Whatever dominates your focus and your attention, you are a slave to. And that is a heavy thought. So that's why it's so important. And obviously you have to think about other things. You're thinking about work. You're thinking about what you have to do and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, and the Lord knows that, that you do have to deal with life, of course, But what is your primary focus? You know, it's important to not ever let your thoughts drift too far from from God and from his word. And that's why, and it's not easy. Let me tell you, it's not easy. Fighting the good fight of faith is really a fight of the mind. It's a fight to keep your thoughts in line with God's word, right? It's a fight to renew the mind, to, to, to think God's thoughts, because naturally we don't. Naturally, we think all kind of stupid stuff. And that's why, the, okay, so the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So how do you get your heart right? How do you get your heart full of faith, full of the word? It's your thoughts. What you're constantly meditating on and thinking about, as it, it, the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's in Proverbs 23, I think verse 7. So 
You're, well, you're constantly thinking, right? And what you're looking at and what you're listening to, like we said, guarding your eye gate and your ear gate, what you're constantly looking at and hearing is going to dominate your thoughts. I mean, that's just the way it is. It's going to, do- what you're listening to, you're probably imagining. If someone's talking to you about, oh, this person was doing this, you're probably imagining it in your head. So it's creating all these mental pictures, imaginations, like we talked about in the last episode, and all those imaginations, those things you're thinking about as you continue to meditate on them, well, really what happens is it creates strongholds and it sinks into your heart and it begins to fill your heart and out of your heart flows your very life. So if you look at something long enough, if you watch someone do something long enough, you yourself are gonna end up doing it, hands down. If you're watching a bunch of garbage on TV all the time, it's gonna fill your heart and before you know it, you're gonna end up doing the things that you're watching. That is a fact. That is facts. That is scientific facts. And actually, I was listening to the other week, Dr. Caroline Leaf. And I encourage you to listen to some of her stuff if you never have. She's actually a neuroscientist. She does the study of the brain. And she's a Holy Ghost-filled Christian. And really, she just talks about how all this stuff lines up with God's word. And she shares the power of the mind. And really, how God has designed our mind, it is so powerful. Your thoughts are so powerful. And one of the things she was saying, uh, I was listening to her the other week, is your thoughts actually are controlling the environment of every cell in your body. Like your cells actually adapt to their environment. And actually your thoughts are what create the environment for your cell. And that's why obviously like stress and anxiety creates sickness and disease. It affects your whole body. I'm telling you. You know, that's why the Bible says a merry heart does good like a medicine. When you think on whatever is good, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is of a good report, it makes your heart merry. It makes a cheerful heart. And it's like medicine to your whole body. That's why this verse in two, and um, I got to read this. This might be for somebody. Proverbs four, like I was reading, um, keeping God's word in the midst of your heart. It says, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. When you meditate on God's word, it first has to be in your thoughts. Then it's gonna sink into your heart. Then it's gonna affect your body. Then it's gonna affect all your flesh. So, you know, many times your healing is gonna come by you constantly giving attention to the word. Meditating on the word will bring healing to your body. Um, and, and, and that's just a side note, but really what you're meditating on. So like I talked about in the last podcast, what you're meditating on, you're constantly getting these mental pictures and imaginations. And it's, it's literally, it's, it, it's, it, and it carries creative power. Your imagination carries creative power. Like I talked about in the last one, you know, that's really I don't know if I mentioned this in the last one, actually, but that's how God created man. It's that same word. It's the the verb form of the word imagination is what it says when it says that God formed Adam. So God actually created man with his imagination and then he formed him. And so really what's your, your, your mental pictures and all this kind of stuff is carries creative power. And that's the same as faith. Faith is creative. Faith is creative. That's why Jesus said, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. So that's why it's so important to take inventory. What is filling your heart? What is dominating your thoughts? And it's important to take your every thought captive and line them up with God's word. And so I just wanna encourage you today to really take inventory of the meditations of your heart. 
and really ask the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit to help you because out of your heart springs the issues of life. So let me just read. I want to just end by reading these two more scriptures. These are also, these are the same ones in Proverbs four, but they're in the passion translation says, fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your heart. So as you fill your thoughts, that's how you're gonna get your heart full of God's word. And it's just like Paul said in Colossians, let the word of God dwell in you richly. How? By meditating with your mind, renewing the mind. Proverbs 4.25 in that passion says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take a detour that leads you into darkness. So really not allowing ourselves to be distracted because the enemy, let me tell you, if the enemy wants to choke out your faith, All he has to do is get you distracted with the cares of life. And it's not even bad stuff. I'm not even saying it's bad stuff. It's just the cares of life. And it happens to all of us. So I just want to encourage you to to set your mind on the things above, to think on these things, like it says in Philippians, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever is of a good report, get a scripture and, and write it write it. This is a practical. Let me end with a practical. Let me just read to you. I work from home and I have uh, some scriptures literally written right in front of my computer screen uh, that I try to meditate on throughout my day. This is one of them. One of them I have written right here. It says, my steps are ordered, firmly established and determined by the Lord. And he delights and takes pleasure in my course of life. That's Psalm 3723. I have another one here, Ephesians 2:10. I have been recreated in Christ Jesus that I may do the good works which God predestined and planned beforehand for me, taking paths which he has prepared ahead of time for me that I should walk in them, living the good life which he has prearranged and made ready for me to live. So those are the things that like get a scripture that really speaks to you that, that, that um, stirs you up and write it down on a little card and bring it with you throughout your day when you're tempted to think thoughts of negativity or anxiety or, or whatever, you pull out that note card and you read it out loud or read it inside if you can't read it out loud, but get it in your mind, get it and it will fill your heart and God's word in your heart will begin to burn like a fire. It's going to affect you. It's going to affect your health. It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect everything, every part of you, because out of your heart flows your very life. And so I encourage you with that today. And as God's word fills your heart, I believe that you're going to see the things that you've hoped for begin to become a reality in your life in Jesus mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.